Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And Thanksgiving may be over, but I still have time to get stuffed. (laughs) I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Remington, I've got a nice and easy one for you today. All right, is that just because you need to go in, like, (laughs) five minutes? No, 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 no. It's it's simply due to the fact that, uh, I... As soon as this anime was announced, I knew it was going to be heavily requested, so I prepared in advance. Oh, and okay. I, and I waited for a good amount of episodes to come out, and I read the manga, a, g- a few good chapters of the manga as well to help prepare. And I, look, dude, I'm super prepared. I'm ready to go. The rest of this year, I've basically got locked down. Oh, shit. Yeah. So for folks that were disappointed by Arcane, which, I mean, hey, I can understand, uh, hopefully this one won't. Uh, because today, Remington, we're going to be talking about uh, an anime that uh, came out with the most recent fall season, and it has been heavily requested already, and is uh, very interesting in my opinion, because it is a fantasy anime, not an isekai. Don't mm. need to worry about that, just pure fantasy. I mean, but is it like one of those fantasy that's actually an isekai, it just pretends it's not? No, no, it's pure fantasy. Okay, so they're not going to level up? No. They're not going to be able to see named abilities from other creatures? No. Okay. Uh, and I think this, uh, premise alone is very good for me because, (laughs) uh, because Remington, if we're talking about fantasy races, what would you say is the most boring one? I I mean, I, I'd be inclined to, to say, to say human. Okay. Aside from human, aside from human. Cause I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Like that's why I wanted to specify fantasy races because you know, humans, anything Uh, that's not a human and don't say gnomes just because of your bias either. (laughs) Uh, then I, I suppose I would go with, uh, 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 Bland Bitch Elves. There you go. So, Remington, the anime we're going to be talking about today is simply titled, uh, Soso no F- uh, Freeren, uh, or Freeren Beyond Journey's End. And it is about our main character, Freeren, who is a, a little elven mage. And now, by that synopsis alone, you're probably not super interested, because generally speaking, elves are usually done one of two ways, and those ways aren't great. It's hard to find uh, interesting stories surrounding them. Uh, but I think that this show is aiming to be one of the exceptions to that. Because while this is a show about an elven mage, uh, it's about an elven mage long after the world has been saved and all of her adventuring party has passed away from old age. Okay, cool. It's, it's just them grieving. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. And trying to figure out what emotions are and such. Uh, she is very... It is essentially just the story of her going on a journey by herself long after the defeat of the Demon King and just uh, trying to find her place in the world because, you know, she went, she's already done the big adventuring party hero thing. She fought with, like, uh, you know, your standard adventuring party. They won, they defeated the Demon King, and now she's kind of the only one left and is left to go on her own uh, journey, finding new comrades, finding interesting new people, experiencing death in various ways, because, you know, being a long-lived elf, uh, death is not something that is super 
well, it's very familiar, but it's not directly as close to you as you would imagine, right? And that's that's the crux of the show. Pretty straightforward. It's just a story about this uh, elven mage going around and trying to figure out what it means to be human, essentially. Okay. Yeah. And it's mostly her trying to figure out how she feels about things, because, you know, elves are notorious for being pretty uh, stoic and passive, and this story is aiming to tell a story of why that's kind of a problem and how one elf in particular uh, copes with that. So whether or not it's yeah, I'm interested. I'll give it a go. Yep. And it is the most requested show of the season, so I figured we'd go straight into it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yep. Because I knew it would happen. I feel feel like I'm missing something. Because it's like, okay, it's a... I I don't have time to bullshit you today, Remington. (laughs) I need to be at my dad's house in two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a 15-minute drive, so I am fucked. It's it's like a unique premise, uh, fairly. But to be the most requested, I'm like, I... I don't know, maybe it's just really well done, but that seems odd. I mean, it's the most well-crested of the fall 2023 season for us to cover, right? Yeah. Because the only other things that got similar requests were uh, things that got a season two that uh, they want us to revisit, right? Makes sense. Yep. Uh, a couple of random bit of uh, bits of trash that they want you to suffer through, and one or two weird little niche ones that uh, people are like, hey, we think Rem will like this. But by and large, this is the one that is the most requested of this season. All right, well, let, let's do it, motherfucker. Yeah, so without further ado, let's go straight into it. Let's go watch some Soso no Freeren. All right, I've got to make this one quick because it is currently midnight and I have to be up in about, oh, six hours so that Sean and I can get ready for our 12-hour road trip. So, two big announcements. Sean and I will be at LA Comic Con from Friday, December 1st to Sunday, December 3rd. If you see us on the floor, come and say hello. And Farmer Weeb has a very special announcement. Hello, Anime Out of Context fans. It's the start of the Christmas season, the time we encourage Remington to watch some anime for the birds. The series we'll be asking Remington to watch is Neon Genesis Evangelion up to episode 8. The introduction of fan-favorite Asuka. Help me force Rem and Sean into doing this anime by changing your patron name to mention Angel or Eva for the Christmas episode in December, which will be coming out Thursday, December 21st for patrons and Saturday, December 23rd for non-patrons. Each patron name changed to mention Angel or Eva that week. Farmer Weep will donate $1 to the Tracy Aviary. So, you know, do it for the birds. As continuing the special bonus of the previous year, if Remington decides to watch to episode 13, the series midpoint, Farmer Weeb will double his donation at $2 per patron name change. Will Remington watch some extra anime, or will he become a known hater of the birds and charitable nations? We'll find out. And as an aside, as usual, we will also be making a donation to the Tracy Aviary. They do fantastic work for conservation and education. And now, back to the show. Okay, you recording? Fuck yeah, brother. Alrighty, then let's get started in three, two, one, mark. And we are back after watching three whole episodes of the hit 2023 anime, Free Ren Beyond Journey's End. And Remington, did it live up to the fantasy uh, descriptor I gave you, or... Were you grossly disappointed as you usually are on this program? 
hey, I'm only disappointed when you show me trash, Sean, which is the vast majority of the time. I do my best to do nice things for you, Rem. (laughs) The higher the pitch, the higher the doubt. I thought that what I did this week was a nice thing, in my (laughs) personal opinion, (laughs) sir. And so does everybody else who heavily requested this show. And let me tell you, Remington, I was right. Lots of people requested this show. (laughs) Like, in the time between we recorded part one and part two, I got about, ooh, just shy of 30 emails mentioning it. Good God. So, yeah, no, dog, uh, people want us to talk about this show. And so naturally, of course, I made you only watch the smallest amount possible. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like there's enough uh, going on in those first three episodes that uh, good enough discussion to be carried. And if people really want us to revisit this, uh, they will send us the angry emails and I will know I fucked up. (laughs) There we go. Uh, But Remington, the question is, is what are your thoughts on uh, Free Ren? All right. Well, let's just jump right into it and I'll, I'll give my thoughts as we go. So we open up with them returning to the city. They've defeated the Demon King, right? There's a big citywide celebration. Um, we do get some a- a- admittedly lazy exposition dumping that's like, oh, yes, do you remember the time where this, this person in the party, you know what, this is their role, and this is what they did that one time? Uh, and, and so, admittedly, not the strongest start on that front. <laughs> uh, but they, they watch, like, a, a meteor shower, and, uh, and then, uh, Free Ren, the, the elf girl, she, she leaves for 50 years before revisiting the city and finding, uh, so the, the old fuck she was in a party with now. He's an old fuck now. He was <laughs> youthful before. I don't, I don't think it's very nice to call him an old fuck. I mean, he's an old fuck now. Well, I, yeah, f- 50 years, that'll happen. He but shrunk like, to half his height. Yeah, that does happen. <laughs> if you shrink to half of your height due to age, you're an old fuck. That's... <laughs> <laughs> it's your official title. Once you once you shrink a certain percentage, you officially get dubbed an old fuck. And it's not a it's not offensive. It's just that's just what you are. It's it's just categorical. It's just I, I I'm just making a taxonomy of old fuck. And and so the taxonomal old fuck. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a great uh like indie band to me. And hey, if there is any uh milfs out there that want to give Sean a taxonomical old fuck, then uh feel free to reach out. <laughs> uh so uh revisiting the city talking to uh this guy who was the the face of the party. He was the bold hero, right? Uh, uh arrogant and cocky at times, but with a good heart. Uh and now he's an old man. And uh they they meet and see the the others as well there's uh, a priest and a dwarf those are those are the classes you have hero priest dwarf uh yeah. <laughs> my favorite class is the dwarf <laughs> uh and, and they watch uh, the meteor shower again uh this time 50 years later before uh himmel the old fuck he dies and uh free Ren, uh she she cries which is nice because I'm a level with you up till this death. It's not that Freerun has just been like a little bit apathetic. It's she's been actively dismissive 
and borderline antagonistic to sentimentality. Like, she has... So, an elf. <laughs> like, yeah. stereotypical elf, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't think it was a great decision. Because I see what they're going for, right? But I think they missed the mark a little bit. Because uh, there's an immense amount of, of character growth that we see in these three episodes. But it's not... There's no development behind it. It's kind of just a switch. Um, it's like, oh yes, I don't really give a shit about you for all the years I spent, but now I actually do. Um, and it's not that clear cut, but it's close. It, I, I think that it's a little bit mismanaged. It's not the worst thing in the world, but it is worth pointing out. I think in most of this first episode, Freeren isn't just somebody we want to... We, we want them to, like, grow and develop and get better. Uh, they're actively a little bit bad. Not a lot bad, but a little bit bad. Uh, in, in the other episodes, they're fine. A-okay. Good stuff. Just in the first episode, not a great intro. The pendulum was a bit too far in the other direction. Uh, and, and it also does one of those things that I, I think is annoying in any type of immortal or long-life type thing, right? Anything where somebody lives to be way too fucking old, right? I think the depiction of how they experience time is universally bad. And this isn't just a, a free run issue. This is just like any of that media. I like the fact that the trope exists so that it can be played with and defied. And like, that's just the nature of it. I think there needs to be a bit of an alien quality to semi-immortal figures and characters. No, and I, I, I certainly agree. Where I think they go wrong is how you, how you remember time, how you experience the passing of time, and how you experience, like, time itself. Which, I, I, it's a subtle distinction, but a very important one with all of this media, right? Uh, it, it, sure, 10 years may not be that significant to you if you are uh, this, like, borderline immortal being, uh, or, or just somebody who lives an insanely long time. But that's going to be largely in, in hindsight, in context of framing it with everything else. Still, in the moments, there's going to be a lot that happens in that time, which is addressed in the story, but only for humans. It, there's a difference between how it is, how moments are narratively framed and temporally framed in your memory, uh, and and how you look back upon them and actually experiencing them. And I think something that Free Run does that a lot of other media does is kind of pretending that it's not just a, like remembered as a shorter period of time, but it, that it's lived as a short period of time. Uh, to make the distinction, it's as if they only did uh, a couple weeks of of journeying, uh, and that those are all the experiences they had. But obviously, they had way more experiences. Like it diminishes the experiences that they have. Uh, once again, this is such a a niche issue, but on subjects on, in media like this, I think it's so important. Right? Even an immortal being. 10 years is significant to live through, even if not to remember. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. And I can understand where the problems with that lie. I just, I think it 
works a bit better in this particular story just due to the fact that I the idea is to have us connect to Free Ren as much as possible and understand her perspective uh, since we don't get all of those core experiences. But I understand what you're saying that, oh, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, something somebody hasn't lived this long, but you should at least understand the importance of the stuff from moment to moment. And I get that. It's uh, one of the main issues with the trope, but I don't have as much of an issue with it as I think other people would. And this is certainly not even an issue that's specific to Free Ren. It's, uh, it, it goes to uh, basically anything with this type of narrative, unfortunately. Uh, but continuing on, uh, so, so Free Ren uh, cries at the hero's funeral, uh, at the old fuck's funeral, and then... <laughs> yeah, you almost gave him like his, his class. No, 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 you gotta give him his official title. Yeah, his old class he was hero. He that old fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's like a, a Fire Emblem evolution when you... Be, go from one class to the other, you go from hero to old fuck, you know? You've played Fire Emblem? You're damn right I have, Sean. When I was, I don't know, like, 10 or something, uh, I I played Fire Emblem all the goddamn time. Uh, it was, oh, I, I don't know which one it was, but it, it was a good one. Was it the ga- one of the Game Boy ones, probably? Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it had yeah, hey. the, the prince and the princess, and each of them had Dude, independent okay. campaigns. You gotta stop there, dog, because that's every Fire Emblem, basically. <laughs> but I know, I think I know which one you're talking about. They both uh, had blue camera. hair, light blue hair specifically, because I know that also. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. One had a rapier, the other one I can't remember. <laughs> uh, Look God, at me go. Uh, hey, dog, that's uh, great, because that's a very anime game that you used to play. <laughs> <laughs> I was 10 years old, we all learned lessons. Um, <laughs> oh God, it wasn't Blazing Blade. Uh, which one was it? Uh, God, now, now I'm trying to figure out which one you played because there, there are so many. There are quite a few. Um, but eh, we'll figure it out later. Uh, point is, Fire Emblem, great. Uh, recent editions, still great in my opinion. I quite like them. I especially like the ones that let you, uh, see uh, your future kids because that I, I love that shit in games. Uh, and how I like the romance part of Fire Emblem more than I did the combat. Okay, it was, which says a lot about me. It was Sacred Stones. Yes, yes, Sacred Stones. That's the one. I don't remember shit about it. Uh, it wasn't the most memorable. Oh, one, it but had it was, in I fact, mean, a Fire you, at game. one point you got this insanely overpowered dragon girl, where you reach that oh, point. Oh yeah, that happens. You reach that yeah. point, and you're just like, all right, well, I guess I'm just sending them to do everything. Yeah, that that hey. Dog, that's a commonality between Fire Emblem games. Uh, I will say, I will say, uh, in one of the recent ones, you are the dragon uh, girl or boy or whatever. So, you know, skipping some Is steps Is it just there. as overpowered? <laughs> no, no. Okay. They have it a bit more balanced. Okay, because yeah. in this no. one, it was insanely overpowered. No, 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 no. The games are much more balanced. They're not the hardest games in the world, but, you know, if you play on a decent difficulty and have permadeath on, like, you know, you gotta... They can be decently challenging and decently good time. Uh, but not like, oh, I'm going to play Dark Souls with my feet on a piece of pizza type of heart. You know, <laughs> it's just pleasant challenge. Uh, again, I, I liked a lot of the characters. Uh, and, you know, hey, any game that lets me ship characters uh, in the way I like is a good game, in my opinion. <laughs> All right. And if you go over to twitch.tv slash anime out of context, you can watch Sean play Fire Emblem with his feet. Uh, I, th- I think that was the moral <laughs> of the story. I think that's. No. 
I think that's what I call Ab- it, though. Um, Absolutely not. So. Also, I do not have the hardware to connect a Switch to my computer. And second of all, I don't want to risk playing Nintendo games on stream because Nintendo are greedy bitches. And while we may be a small stream, that does not mean that I, I'm going to risk anything uh, the with the The screen will be 90% feet. It's fine. Just oh, a God. little yeah. corner of gameplay. I feel like that's against TOS. I'm fairly <laughs> certain that's against TOS because there's no hot, there's no hot tub involved, and that's the that's the key thing. Too much nudity, not enough hot tub. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. I understand now. You gotta understand these Twitch meta things, otherwise we're never gonna we're never gonna get big. You know? Oh, of course. So, uh, as she cries at his funeral, she's like, I- "I'm going to learn more about humans. Uh, I guess fuck dwarves." <laughs> she's she's really insistent about learning about humans. Um, yeah, yeah, well, you know, you know, that's, that's, tale as old as time, Remington, <laughs> elves and dwarves, oil and water, it's hard to get them to mix, and, and not she, until- like, she tells this to the dwarf, like, it's a conversation with the dwarf, where she's like, I'm going to learn more about humans. I mean, to be fair, dwarves live not as long as elves, but pretty close, so, you know, maybe, maybe from her twisted perspective, it's like, okay, I got time to learn about dwarves, but humans, my God, they, they drop like flies. I gotta, I gotta do everything I can, uh, all at once. <laughs> but, you know, from, from that point onward, that's, uh, that's the case. So, uh, as far as I can tell. 20 years later, uh, she finds the priest who's still alive. Uh, uh amazingly, the priest, not yet an old fuck. Like, he's an old fuck, but he's not, like, that's not his class yet. Uh, he hasn't shrunk. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's the same height through and through. Uh, and he's got, that, he's got that good strong spine. Yeah, and the priest is like, "Hey, I took in a, a war orphan, you know, as you do, and as you do. I, it's a fantasy world. You I was wondering if uh, if you could take them in because they they have some potential to be a mage. And Freeren is like, "That bitch is gonna die. Uh, that's it, a terrible idea. No, <laughs> and." Mm. Uh, and, and the priest is like, ah, shucks. Well, uh, while you're here, I have this book on resurrection magic and extending life magic. Could you decipher it? Uh, and she's like, yeah, it'll take uh, like five to six years. He's like, oh, perfect. Because uh, I would like to live longer. And she's like, you got it. And so uh, the, the orphan, whose name is Fern, let me address this for a moment. Who the fuck decided okay. that Freerin and Fern were going to be like the two main characters here? F squad. That's not just F, but like, oh, it's the same sounds. If you abbreviate Freerun, <laughs> you just get Freerun, Freerun. Like, it's just the same sounds in your goddamn mouth. Ah, uh, but one's significantly more elven than the other. So clearly there's enough distinction. I, I, look, it, it's already bad enough if they start with the same name, but the fact that it's even closer, come on now. Come on. <laughs> Don't do this to us. <laughs> Oh, it worked for me. Hey, at least it's not like a Vex and Vax situation. Oh, God, it's God close. Help, it's close. God help me if you guys ever do that to me when I'm DMing, because f- fucking hell. I- I've been lucky with your guys' names lately. Uh, they've all been different, <laughs> which is nice. For now. Um, for now. But, uh, but so Fern practices the magic. Uh, Freerin works on the resurrection book, and five to six years later when priest he collapses and that's another benchmark he's an old fuck now right uh yeah if you don't shrink you collapse yeah whichever comes those, first yeah th- those are the criteria and uh free run goes and is like there wasn't shit about resurrection or immortality in that book uh which you would have thought that like she probably would have figured that out a little sooner 
uh, instead of like having to decipher the entire thing. Like I imagine if, if I'm 90% through a book, right. And, and you've, you've told me that this is a great sci-fi adventure, Sean. That's what you've told me this book is about, right? Yep. And the whole time it has been a pretty standard, like Western, uh, <laughs> and I'm 90% through the book and there's a lot of cowboys, right? There's some shootouts, some duels. Um, there's not been any sci-fi anything. I might, do I need to read that last 10% to be like, ah, but what if, (laughs) (laughs) what if there's this crazy twist? Like, I don't know, man. I think, I think I'd figure that out pretty quick. Uh, uh, but she shows up and she's like, you, it didn't have anything. And he's like, ah, shucks. Oh, well. And then he's like, Hey, uh, by the way. Uh, Fern has been practicing getting better at magic, so now she's good enough for you to take on as an apprentice, right? And Free Ren is like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, and, and so she does. And, uh, and, and then y- you got good old, uh, priestly old fuck, uh, he dies too. <laughs> priestly old fuck. Oh god, that is the next NPC <laughs> I'm building for the, for my next D&D game, because priestly old fuck is is great. Uh, best part is, uh, he's just a bard in the tavern. Hey man, I've, I've played a, a priestly old fuck before in D&D. Who promptly died because of a bad he roll did a, he, three sessions he in. He did a dope backflip, and he, look, in three sessions, he was one of the best characters in that whole whole campaign, alright? Yeah, we didn't exactly get much, much time to flesh it out, because I think it ended, like, what, at session five? Uh, something like that. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, the, the priest dies, and uh, Freerun takes Fern. They go do some miscellaneous adventuring. There's some lovely montages, and, and this show does really strong montages. Like, it is a strength, because it cares about the details, right? And so, I've talked a lot on this podcast before about uh, efficient and inefficient storytelling. Um, in fact, a, a lot of times, I've talked about how things could have been cut down to just a nice, really good montage. Uh, and, and this show, uh, takes that advice and does it very well because it has those details in all of the vignettes. Each vignette, you get the entire essence of a scene in just a few seconds, right? Um, it's, it's very efficient storytelling and it captures a lot. And so you're able to experience all of these moments and you're able to add all of this context very quickly. And I appreciate that. Uh, I mean, after all, this is a whole... A story about humans and the passing of time. So, you know, yeah. what better way to pass long periods of time than with a montage? Yeah, and it makes it so it doesn't feel uh, terribly abrupt. Uh, once again, we get to capture that context. We get to f- feel like we were there without having to spend all of the time being there. Uh, and it also helps with that, like, perspective, elven perspective of, like, this is how it is remembered or feels uh, for Free Ren, uh, just in all of those passing moments quickly going by. Uh, at one point, they clean off uh, a statue of OG old fuck, right? Um, back when, before he was an old fuck. Yeah, b- b- ba- a statue of him as, as, as a hero. And they, they make it all nice and pretty, and then they're like, oh, we should add his favorite flowers of his hometown. Uh, but where the fuck would we find those? So they spend a long time looking for those, and at one point, Fern is like, hey, what if, like, we didn't, waste our whole lives looking for just these flowers and instead like help people and free Ren is like yeah but i really want those flowers though and so fortunately they find the flowers very soon after that 
uh, and and make the the statue look all delightful. Um, I I do think, and I I hope that it gets brought up later because I I do like that conversation of Fern going to Free Run and being like, hey, aren't we kind of wasting substantial amounts of time on this? Uh, because that that's a a theme that I think is is exceedingly relevant, especially for how it's been presented for Free Run and how she experiences time. And it's like, all right, well, your your clock may be uh, that long, but this city, this town, these people, me, all of us, our time's running out, homie. So that matters. Uh, I, I, I think it was a good conversation. If anything, could have used more of it. Uh, episode three, uh, Free Ren <clears throat> is, is buying a handful of, of seemingly unnecessary things as Fern spies on her. Uh, at one point goes into this this dingy, smoky, underground bar, and uh, there's lots of, like, rugged thugs in there, and Freerun is like, hey, where's the best dessert place here? And uh, the thugs are like, you want to know? You show up here, want to know where dessert is? Well, that's great, because there's a lot of good local spots around, actually. Uh, <laughs> <it's-> <laughs> Which is a great fucking joke. <laughs> it's-, it's really good. Very pleasant. Uh, like, the the writing of this show is quite strong uh it has a lot of personality all of the characters have personality uh the the world feels alive even when there's no dialogue happening how the scenes are depicted even through the montages with those little details they add more personality both to the characters the relationships and the world itself uh and, and then freerun takes fern out to eat and get some dessert uh, and gives a little gift uh, because it's fern's birthday uh and uh, and, and that that's a nice little pleasant scene. Then Freerun uh, tests Fern's defense magic. They practice a little bit uh, and and some tips on that. And then they go to uh, they they have to go to Qual. Qual is this big spooky demon mage, right? And he was too strong many years ago when they fought the Demon King. So they sealed him up instead of killing him. Uh, but now that seal, like the time has come, gotta go. Handle that, because the seal's gonna break. And, and it, it's hyped up, it's talked about how, like, Qual, he was the fucking shit dude. Like, he was crazy powerful. He had one spell that would break through all of your defensive magic, and it ripped through a lot of people, right? And so they unseal him and get ready, and then uh, Qual is like, well, here's my special piercing move, and Fern blocks it pretty easily, and he's like, what the fuck? It, this pierces everything. And then uh, Freerun is like, oh yeah, um, here's the thing though, like magic as any kind of technology almost develops and advances and after all of the awful shit you pulled, the humans have been working on greater defense magic. So now, like that's just real easy to block at this point. It's <laughs> it's super straightforward now. You, you, it used to be hot shit, but now it ain't, right? It's it's like looking back at basically any sport from the 30s, and instead of being like, oh my god, you're like, oh, this is, what the fuck were they doing? Uh, <laughs> and, and it was impressive for the time, but now it is eclipsed that. Uh, and, and, and so they easily take down Qual. Uh, and I, I, I like that showing uh, this arms race, showing uh, worldly progress, right, in, in, in a fun little way. Uh, and that's how we end episode three. So overall, we get some, some through these three episodes, we get some solid character building, relationship forming, world building, 
uh, as well as starting to explore some of the more significant themes of the work. I think that there's a handful of elements that don't work out, either like brief moments or uh, longer standing, uh, longer standing motifs. But overall, I think this is a good show. It, I think it succeeds in what it's trying to do. Well, that's a good thing, because I was worried that uh, the problems you pointed out, which I, I'm going to be honest with you, Ram, I knew this were going to be the problems you were going to point out, because <laughs> anytime we get any kind of immortal, that's usually what the issue is. Uh, and I'm familiar with it. You're familiar with it. Uh, but I'm just glad that you were able to see the goods in this show, because it, like this show has only been around uh, since the end of September till now. Uh, it's going to have a full 28 episodes for its first <clears throat> season, which is fuck fucking huge um but because the manga is was so popular and so uh highly anticipated that it kind of makes sense but i i have no uh, idea how this okay i i enjoyed it i thought it was a very well done show a very enjoyable show 28's a bit much dog look as somebody who's consumed shows that dip into the hundred plus episodes 28 is fucking nothing, man. 28 is fine. But if, if it keeps going like this, and keep, like, from the perspective of someone who's only seen three episodes of it, right? If it keeps building and improving on the themes of the show from this point onwards, I think this could be a great little show. Like, if it only ever has the one season of 28 episodes, and that first season concludes perfectly fine, I think this is a great, nice little show. Now, 28 episodes always sounds like too much for you, Remington, but... You know me, well, I like my content a, with lots of stuff. A show like this, it feels, this is structurally uh, like 13 episodes, yeah. That, that's how it's built. <laughs> well, from your perspective, at least. Uh, from how it, it's like presented. Yeah, because uh, let's see, if I recall correctly, uh, Free Run currently has, I believe the manga started in 2020, so, like, it got a lot of headway because we were all locked away and we needed things to read. Uh, yeah, Free Run is only about 116 chapters at the time of this recording. Alright, here, here's why, uh, and, and the longer episode count makes me worried this might happen, and I hope that it doesn't. Here, here's what I really hope does not happen. I hope that there is not a long-standing, like, world-ending threat. Any threats that do pop up, which are fine, you know, going on adventures and stuff, uh, they, they should be uh, more localized and a few episodes max. I hope that the, it's not the case that like the entire latter half of the season is focused on this big, scary, spooky thing. Um, otherwise, the arc of the series will end up, to me, looking a lot like a Ghibli movie in some both good and unfortunate ways. Well, it's hard to say. Because uh, I will say, uh, I did say I read the manga for this. I only read uh, to, I think, about point where it got to maybe episode 12 in the show. Uh, and currently, we are sitting at, uh, that I've fully uh, aired is exactly episode is ex exactly 12 episodes. So we still got, you know, another 16 to go. So it'll be interesting to see where it all ends. But basically after 11 episodes of the show people have not really stopped talking about it rem which i think bodes well like because everybody seems to be coming here and saying a lot of the same good things they're enjoying the emotional uh connections between the characters they're enjoying the pacing of everything they're enjoying seeing how this world after the world uh faced its big uh 
dramatic threat is going. Uh, character writing is very charming. There's a lot of praise being thrown at this show, and I haven't heard much negative talk about it, aside from, you know, the occasional complaint you get with the tropes uh, presented normally. So I think the show has a potential to be a good, long-standing show, and who knows, maybe maybe episode 13 is where they really fuck it up. <laughs> who can say? Maybe maybe you were right all along, Rem, and once we get to that 13-episode mark, it's like, oh no, they're going to space now. Uh, okay, cool. Why space? I don't know, sounded neat. <laughs> uh, you know, then maybe it'll be fucked up, although Actually, I wish more fantasy would go to space. I like space and fantasy to intermingle, but that's just a personal thing. And you, you want look, your space you elf talk- milfs. <laughs> uh, I wish I could disagree with you. <laughs> look, look, look. I know at the top of this episode, uh, I blatantly made it sound like elves are one of the most boring fantasy races, which in a lot of circumstances they are. But it's gotta be said, I still love them. I still love them. You can make a great fucking elf story out there, folks, and I think Free Run is a and good example of And you can make a great elf making. fucking story, as Sean knows. <laughs> Look, let's just say that our After Dark DM, D&D games are a bit, uh, they're a bit interesting. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> Christ. But, well, Rem... I'm glad that you enjoyed what you saw, and who knows, maybe the fact that I only showed you three episodes won't get as much backlash as I am anticipating, because uh, let's let's be honest, people are going to be upset. They're like, you didn't even show them at least five episodes? And I'm like, eh, no, we, time crunch, man. We got shit to do. <laughs> it's true. And I felt like the first three episodes were strong enough to give you an idea of what the show is like as is, which I feel like is a huge compliment to the show more than anything. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. If you are at all interested, and the fact that Remington had praise to say despite his complaints, go give it a watch yourself and make your own calls and decisions. Try and see if Remington was right. See if this was a type of show that only should have been a short little uh, romp, or maybe the fact that it's got a lot more longevity to it is more to your liking and speed, because I know that it is for me. I am a sucker for long fantasy stories. I can't help it. I played so much Fire Emblem. You know how long Fire Emblem games are, Rem? Oh, <laughs> uh, we go full circle. See? It's Fire Emblem all the way down, Rem. <laughs> Aether up, Aether down. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I enjoy it. And my god, there are some great Fire Emblem character designs. And oh, man, I'm going to go play some Fire Emblem after this, probably. <laughs> oh, that'll be nice. Uh, but at any rate, uh, here's the hard question, Rem. What do you think the mouse score for Free Ren is? Uh... Uh, well, okay, it's it's new hotness. Correct. Uh, it's been out for about the length of a normal season, so it it's uh it's a a familiar theme with a unique twist that I think are are gonna especially like. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy that, but I think the weebs are gonna shit themselves in excitement. I mean, hey, guilty. I um, it. <laughs> I like elves. I can't help it. <laughs> I, uh, it, it is it silly to say? I think it's gonna be like insane. I I'm trying to think about because I, I I know the the ranges but I don't know kind of like how high it goes because I think right. so many weebs are gonna rate this ten out of ten like an insane amount um and so with that assumption with uh, a handful rating lower than that I think what I want to say is is stupid because I don't know if anything is rated that high. And so I'm I mean, temper- if you like, I can cheat and tell you what Full Metal Alchemist rating yeah, is. Yeah, sure. All right. 
Uh, currently, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood uh, is sitting at 9.09 on Mal. Okay. I think... At least it was last time I checked. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. 9.09. There we go. Okay. My notes were accurate. I think, with the new hotness bonus, I think this is going to end up in that ballpark. Which is... Cr- really? I, yeah. I think the weebs... I think the weebs are going to shit themselves over this. I think this is going to be a 9.01. I can't justify going much higher than 9. Because uh, already that's insane. But I think, yeah, I think the you've never, I don't think you've ever guessed a nine before. No, th- I think this is my first time, which is why I'm so hesitant. Um, yeah, but you you feel confident that a combination of weeb politicking and like your own personal perspective, that's where it'll end. I up. I think this is kind of like the perfect recipe for a lot of weebs, and so okay, that is that's the vibe I'm getting. Um, sounds insane to me, and I am. I'm going to stop myself from questioning. I've given my answer. There we go. Okay. Well, I'll put some more perspective in for you. Uh, one of the last things we covered that were anywhere near that high on this show, like we covered Full Metal Alchemist years ago, which we do need to revisit, by the way. We got to figure that shit out. Or I've got to... Okay, I say we. It's me. I got to figure that shit out. Uh, it's fine. We'll get to it eventually. Uh, but the most recent things that we've covered that have been on this list have been uh, stuff that ha- either has incredibly high biases or is actually incredibly good, right? Yep. Uh, the one that I think most uh, aligns with your interests is like the current uh, 27th spot, which is uh, Kimi no Nawa or Your Name. And that's only got an 8.84. Mm. Mm. So, but then again, you move up to the current um, eighth place spot, which is the 2011 Hunter Hunter anime, which you were not a huge fan of, but that's got a 9.04. <laughs> There's no rivalry this. Look, man, hey, it's that's the thing about crowdsourcing and sourcing nerds who are very passionate about what they I feel like. less confident in my answer, but I, you know, I, I think I might have added too much new hotness bonus, but I, I'm giving it a lot of new hotness bonus. Okay. Hey, you said 9.01? Yep. Okay. Well, Remington, surprisingly, even though it's been out for a full month, uh, more than a full month, nearly two, in fact, over two, yeah, uh, only 85,000 people have gone to review it. So the new hotness bonus is definitely there. Uh, but with 85,000 ratings, uh, Soso no Freeren, or Freeren Beyond Journey's End, is sitting nice and pretty at 9.12. Jesus Christ. It is currently the number one ranked anime on Mal. All right, right calm down, Weaves. <laughs> <laughs> and you are correct because... Uh, the when you as soon as you said, I imagine so many people are going to give this a ten out of ten. You were fucking right because a, a quite frankly stupid amount of people gave this a ten out of ten. A uh, forty four thousand people gave this ten out of ten, what and that's out fuck? of yeah, that's fifty two point six percent of the votes are ten out of ten, followed by twenty six point nine as a nine out of ten. Uh, and then oh, uh, uh, a rather hilarious thousand people gave it a one out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, no, like people fucking love and adore the show and to the point where it is currently sitting at number one. Now, how long will it stay at number one? Hard to say. I think we'll only know once the show finishes, but things have uh, unseated Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood many times over the past couple of years, but eventually things do uh, get lowered down because, you know, I mean, more people have time to watch it. And after the new hotness dies down, people are being are able to be a bit more objective. But no, genuinely, Remington, like, this is anime of the year for so many people. 
uh, weebs, non-weebs alike. Like, it's very much one that hits people in a lot of the right places. Uh, because, hey, go figure, people like stories about life and death and uh, emotional connections between individuals. Go figure. It's almost like writing characters is better than writing sheets of cardboard that you can insert yourself in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and hey, I want this show to go and be as good as all these 10 out of 10s are saying it. And who knows? Maybe it will. Maybe it'll it'll stay in the top 10 for a long, long time. I, I mean, after all, I'll fucking... Like one or two seasons of Attack on Titan are in the top ten, and that's, God that's damn infuriating it. enough as is me. Yeah, weeps. You need to okay. Get, nope. It's, get on, your it's only straight. one. It's only one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, don't worry, Ram. It's only Attack on Titan season three part two that's in the top ten. So you don't need to worry about that. By the way, Ram, Attack on Titan is officially over. So there's no more. No more of it is being made. So you don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, provided um, you know people don't force us to revisit. Well, and un- un- until they like do a remake or uh uh they are not remaking this shit if they do like i don't know how they could honestly i don't know would it make the money uh, <laughs> it'll probably kill the animators in the process though and i don't think i don't think that's great for longevity i feel like the oh, company might oh, realize that oh cuz you know what japanese work culture really cares about the well-being of their employees and longevity Ugh, god you Rem, you don't know how topical that is right now. <laughs> uh, let's just say uh, one of the stu- big studios, Studio Mappa, is royally fucking over their animators. So, yeah. Uh, Mappa, uh, rain it back, please. Rain it back, you absolute pricks. Jujutsu Kaisen's great, don't get me wrong, but don't kill people over it. <laughs> Bastards. Anyways. But yeah, no, that's, that's where we're sitting, Rem. And I guess the final question I have to ask you, Rem, is there any chance you'd want to watch a bit more of Free Ren with me sometime? Sure, sure, I'm down. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe people will want us to revisit it, and when we do, we'll watch enough to really get a nice, full, hearty opinion, and you can either be uh, fully satisfied or horribly disappointed, as those are, like, the only two things you go to. You're very rarely in the middle. (laughs) Hey, compared to weeb ratings, I'm always in the middle, almost always. Well, that's because you understand the meaning of the word nuance. <laughs> uh, other folks, uh, not so much. Uh, but nuances aside, once again, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy uh, myself gushing about elves and Remington telling me that uh, my taste in fantasy is shit, then please head on over to wherever you get your podcast and leave us a review. They mean the world to us and we do read every single one. Also, the uh, Spotify wrapped stuff has been coming in recently and a lot of people have been sending us screen caps of how we're their most listened to podcast or like second or third most and that is it's got to be said wildly flattering uh so thank you for that uh but those reviews also help us grow as well and makes it so that other people might be able to get us on their spotify wrapped next year uh but if that is still not enough for you you can head on over to twitch.tv slash anime out of context where you can watch myself dylan and remington occasionally play video games very poorly uh no fee involved remington uh not yet and if <laughs> I'm not that desperate. I think. Look, let let me tell let me tell you, lovely listeners. Everybody's got a price. You gotta and yes, interrupt the flow. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> you don't got anything else to say after that. Not just everybody's got a price. Everybody's got a price. Oh God. Oh dear. Look, I'm just saying. Once you see the OnlyFans, that's when you know that I've fallen on hard times. Uh, well, or either that, or I'm trying to work on my own body positivity. Eh, whichever comes first. At any rate, uh, twitch.tv, come watch us play games. But if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash anime out of context, 
where you gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to be thanked live on the podcast. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? One second. Now I'm going through our Spotify wrapped. As always, we'd like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists and our magical girls who we really appreciate. But moving on, we reach our Yandere waifus who are just waiting till we die of old age. And on that list, we have My Name is First Now, Bitch. Oops, sorry. I was just overly excited. You're not a bitch. Please don't hurt me. Zombie Stomp, Zekul, Xanax, Zayden. Your weekly reminder to wash your pits, Sean. Yandere Neko, why Sean? Why Sean? Where's, when is the Force Fairy 5 revisit? Walk me up gently. Vinland Saga's Peakland Saga. Rem, please watch. Utah number one. Unhinged Prex. Totally God's Angel. Titan CNH. Topter Not King. Ruler Vornai. The villain behind glasses wants Remington's reaction to Chef Nianta. The Susanator. The Danish Viking will conquer the world with Noah Zoro as my navigator. The Cappy Ara Ara are hitting the gym to get stronger for Shawnee Boo. The Angel's Happy Sugar Life is in shambles after the Thankin Yank. That guy that makes around talk about Theo's angel cunts at least once a week. Thanks for being the best thing to listen to while working out y'all's mostly agreeable takes distract me just enough. Thank you, Yank boys, actually getting their way the finish line of No Not November. Uh, <laughs> people love oh, the Thank and Yank. <laughs> You're the reason I'm going to die alone, Remington. I want you to know this. Because people are going to think, oh, Sean, that's the guy who goes around thanking Yankee, right? Yeah. Uh, he shows Christ. his gratitude. That's what they'll remember. Uh, Turban, Tattooed Weeb, Super Zoo, Strawberry Milkshake. Singing out your Sean for the Remington. You're so anime. You're so isekai. Stacy's mom, Snakey Pie, Silent Secondary. Showed your attitude doesn't need help. Just more manga to read and anime to watch. Sean, Getting the Angel Christmas Special Robot. Seth Senju, Seraphim the Shark Plushie. Sequoia Dekai, that's what she said. Say hi to my girlfriend Haley. Hi, Haley. Ross Palmer. Randon Williams, RGB98. Rem uses the drums of liberation free all weebs from bad anime. Rem puts the bara in capybara. Rem loves the big hole. Rem doesn't completely hate my favorite shows. Reincarnated as Viking in the modern world. Quickly to the chef in a musco tier, we have Professor Fox. Pro tips out of context, Chris Mistide 2023, third year, third impact, third time for a coup for the coup for the coup. Aviary Coob Evangelion. Uh, praise Harheism. Have you heard our Lord and Savior Harhe? Paco Musico. Onaragoro is the best episode so far. Oh no, Big Brother stretched my anus. Oops. Now we move on to the Boy Wizard tier where everybody's getting head. No waifu, no waifu. Uh, 907, Nice Lake Zizi Dukes makes mango doo doo doo. Neon Angel Huvo, Makeka 7 Hierto. Myrmicorn Fire, Mecha Zap, making fake Malakon so I can rate Forest Fairy 5 10 out of 10. Macaroni Uchiha, love AOT and like the pod after six months of focused listening. Lord of Steel, looking for a new stepsister to fuck. Link Jokerl, Liam Dunn. King Richrock, Cassidy, Jurgidius, uh, I, th- I think it's just Jurgidius, but it, it looks like a clusterfuck. It's, I, I, I don't know what to make of your name, homie. Jax, Jamhands, I'm here for the haunted house stories, Hundertain. Hey, Sean, I got a text just now that says, uh, durability test level one begin. Hey, Remington, Brennan's grandma misses you, call her, she yearns for your secret sauce. Hey, th- happy Thanksgiving, Rem, Sean, and Dylan, hope you had your foil of food and power nap to the day away. What are you all thankful for? I'm thankful. For all of the MILFs ready to fuck Sean. And Goggle McGiggle fuck. Glenn <laughs> Michael Dolan. Farmer Weave wants Patreons uh. to know that it's Christmas time for Eva, so say Angel. We I, already plenty plenty are, and it's early, so good God. Fantide, ever since mm. you watched Tampopo, Last Order keeps yelling your noodles lack profundity at me, says an angry Misaka. Erica McCorkle, Albert Born Quenyo, doo 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 doo. Daniel Riot, Daddy Rem, tell me a bedtime story. Cryptid Milf, 
Cryptkiller Steve, Country Fried Goth here to remind you that you just lost the game. Chris Wood, Cheese Monkey, Cat Girls are Best Girls, so give me them cute little paws. Carl Steph, Captain Thunderpants. Brockhart for Geodudes, it's going to be a very Eva Christmas. Boats and Hoes, gotta have my me my boats and hoes. Big Blue Bear Boy, Big Tony Bear Trap. Big Nut says Angel for the Birds, Burt B. Flem, Anonymous Gamer, and every day that raven comes to visit. Amazing Muffin, AJ Tunnels can't spell Christmas season without ass cream. Aisha Gudgy, Aaron Hegland. Uh, and now we move on to the Boy Wizard tier, where everybody will get a Fire Emblem character. Oh, uh, see, that's a good one, because they're fucking you loads. See? <laughs> uh, what does Daddy Rem uh, say to Mommy Sean? And you know what specifically it should be? It's going to be Fire Emblem Sacred Stones characters. The only ones I goddamn kind of know. Um, can you name off the top of your head, without looking at the screen, can you name uh, your favorite one? Does it have to be my favorite? Pfft, clearly, that'd be the one you remember the most. I think I remember four. There's Erica, Ephraim, or Ephraim, okay. or however that's supposed to be pronounced. Um, Joshua, and 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 I want to say Mira is Dragon Bitch. Yeah, look <laughs> at me go, world. Uh, what does Daddy Rem say to Mommy Sean? Uh, you get Erica or Erica. Uh, Vincent Calabrese, you get Seth. Valkyrie comes. Come at all father's command to destroy those who speak bad about JoJo's. You are going to get Franz. The Drew is tired. She's EP. You get Gilliam. I, I was going to say Gilliam, Gilliam, and then I just thought I made it up. Uh, yeah, I mean, it does sound like a made-up name, like, I, it? Genuinely, my thought was, is one of them Gilliam? And I was like, that's not a name, Remington. But it is! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. He's a big he boy. He is. Uh, the Drew is tired. She is EP. Uh, you get Vanessa. That guy who listens to dubs or that guy who listens to subs, you get Mulder. Uh, Ryan loves Melina, you get Ross. Rowdyo, you are going to get Garcia. Roscop, you get Naomi. Uh, rent a girlfriend, revisit now, or make Rem watch some more Sword Art Online. You get Colm. <laughs> God, I love Fire Emblem names because they range from like normal ass names like Eric to things like like Colm or Gilliam. Please consider the Magical Girl musical of Healer Girl. I want to know Rem's opinion. Uh, you are going to get Archer. PL Mare, you stink. You get Loot. Nuh-uh, Spy. You are going to get Natasha. Nightshade Blade, you get the big hole. Monogatari is everything. I skipped part two on previous non-anime episodes, so it's all arcane to me. You get Joshua. Uh, Mike got his Overlord review. You are going to get Ford. Miguel Delion. You get Kyle. <laughs> Do you know where that Sean is looking for a strong Tommy mommy who can peg him? You're damn right he is. You get Orson. Kugor, you're going to oh. get uh, Tana. Crimson Reapers just because of the sides. You get Amelia. Carver271, you get Innes. Cameron Coates, you are going to get Garrett. Uh, Blood Cell, not the bitch boy white ones. You are going to get Tethys. Beethoven1201, you get Marissa. Audience member is paying the cost to reveal their modifier, Epic Silve 7. You are going to get La Rachel. <laughs> La Rachel. I don't. I don't know if that's La Rachel. <laughs> the Frenchest Rachel. Was that anonymous or is anonymous next? I think he said it anonymous. Pretty sure he said. All anonymous. right, you can blame Sean if I didn't. I animated Z. You get Dozla. Uh, a name written in Japanese, so I don't know how to pronounce it. You get Sally. Sela. I don't know. Uh. That was a name written in Japanese, so I didn't, don't know how to pronounce it. Is that? I feel, like, I feel like he said that one already. All right. Second to none, you get Ewan. 
Uh, and now we move on to the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier, where uh, Sean, as Joey Wheeler, will tell you of a very niche spell that you now know how to cast, and I'll tell you how you learned it. We start with Dill could crack an egg on my face, say dinner's up, and it would still be the best meal of my life. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, let's see. A spell? Ah, <laughs> uh, real spells are made of bullshit spells. Alright, let's see. Here we go. Uh, your spell is... Uh, your niche spell is, uh, you get to have Find Steed. Uh, well, see, you learned that spell after you found a steed. Uh... But by that point, it became very redundant. Next up, we got my dear old mum. Uh, you get Mordenkainen's Faithful Hound. Uh, you learned that one after, uh, you killed enough dogs. What the I fuck? know! That's a fucked up way to learn that spell. Uh... Especially for your own mom. I know! <laughs> uh, last but not least, we have four months in counting. Uh, you are going to get... Uh, the weebiest spell I know, Steel Wind Strike. Uh, you bought a fedora, and it was found, uh, a scroll of this was found inside. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. If you want to reach out with, for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter, or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Do, 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 do. Good sausage switch. I am a sucker for slurping a good long horse sausage. I wish more fantasy would go to space. I like space and fantasy to intermingle. Space! Oh, I'm gonna play Fire Emblem with my feet on a piece of pizza. You know, <laughs> it's just. All right, and if you go over to twitch.tv slash context, you can watch Sean play Fire Emblem with his feet. What do you mean? The letter A is a VTuber reference! It's one of their catchphrases. What do you mean it's a catchphrase? It's a fucking letter! <laughs>